Cover story. Cover a story or attain that coveted story. Get it? That is exactly what you want. Quoted as the expert. The story. Headline. The spin. Every week, join us to talk about all things important to relating to the public. Your public. Craft your image. Promote your products. Create expert status. Become the buzz. Join us with the pros. PR 101. Crisis management. Media blitzing. It's all here on Cover Story. We're reserving a headline for you. Hello, everyone. This is Brandy Shapiro-Babbitt, and I am joined with my fabulous, fantastic, and for those of you that do not know what he looks like, not as good looking as Darren, but absolutely and positively, I think you've heard he is uh, now on uh, the cover of the magazine for the sexiest man in the United States, Joe Belaurier. Where do you get this stuff? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I was on nice a plane. There. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> we have an in-studio audience today. Um, yeah, I was, I was, I was at the airport, you know, stopping to get my, what I, I consider to be my, my smut reading so I could have a little mental downtime. And there was your face staring up at me, sexy, sexiest man alive, which is better Amazing. than being sexiest man dead. As long as they spell the last name right, that's all I ask. Belourier. Yeah, good luck with that. Rolls off the tongue nicely. <clears throat> he almost kept me back in third grade because I couldn't spell my name. <laughs> that's a whole other can of worms so how how are you i'm good it's been a long time since you and i have gotten together here on the show and uh tossed the pr frisbee back and forth exactly exactly and you i know have been keeping up with everything that's going on in the pr world oh don't you know it quickly scrambling for my materials here absolutely um <clears throat> but you know one thing i would like to bring up is that my goodness i do believe that march 17th is when the judges convene for um, the public relations society of america's silver anvil competitions and we will start the interview process here on cover story for all of the final um the, yeah the finalists oh very cool which is very exciting that is an absolute insight if you are interested in pr which everybody today <laughs> needs to really be focused on PR. Uh, these are the world's industry leaders, and this is insights into the campaigns that gave them finalist status. So uh, last year we had the likes of Microsoft and Dell and uh, I think the state of Alaska. So it's a really great cross-sections of industries and um and products and services that will help you employ some of the techniques that they use so then, you know, to, you know, get on, take on market dominance, world Very dominance. Cool. And not, not only, if I heard you right, not only PR, but GR as well. Some government relations in there as well. Mm-hmm. GR, IR, PR. Me <laughs> are. Me are like would take a vacation. <laughs> <laughs> so, absolutely. So, what, what, what what's... All right, you know, let, let's chat a second. I only, I only watched a few minutes of it, which is very bad to say. Um, I, I was intrigued this year to see that at the Super Bowl, the advertising. It was fun. It, it, it wasn't as lame as years past, wouldn't you say? I mean, it, there was no real flops as far as, you know, you looked at your spouse across the couch and said, what the hell was that? Yeah, but I didn't see anything that was amazing either. I think that you're finding people are pulling away from traditional advertising like that. 
Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's the question of, you know, what do you define as amazing? What, what is it that resonates with you? And does it combine with, you know, keeping that brand name with what resonates with you? That, that's what I'm looking for. And nothing. I don't think anything resonated with me. Oh, to, come on. The to, little kid, the E-Trade commercial where the guy erps up at the end. I didn't see an. Oh, I, I only watched a few minutes of it. I think I watched one commercial oh. break and the Tom Petty half half break um, halftime show. Yeah, well, which, which is a little depressing. That's 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 how Tom Petty does. I mean, he's not a flashy. You know, he, he's no Mick Jagger. He's not there to dance around and and do wild stuff. He's he's just a musician, and that's what he does. He didn't even smile. It's the first time he's been in front of like so many millions of people. I'm sure his album sales went up. <laughs> smile at the smile at the prospect. That's the best PR stunt he could have ever. I don't know how he pulled that one off. There you go. That's the big PR stunt of the past week was Tom Petty <laughs> singing at the Super Bowl. I think we filed that one under safe. Huh? He was a safe entertainment option. Yeah, but what what happened to those yesteryear, like the halftime shows with the the cheerleaders and the smoke and the fire and the sizzle and the, I, I, you know, and I get the, ooh, one year we had a, a, a clothes malfunction, but. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I And maybe it's because of my age, but I, I do long for those audaciously choreographed productions that, you mm-hmm. know, had a marching band and, you know, some yeah. fireworks and. Maybe some uh, gymnasts, you know, shot through a cannon and ended up with <laughs> exactly. a net at the other end. And, you know, all that kind of hoopla. I, I yeah. long for that. I want Pump. a little bit of a circus at halftime. I don't necessarily want to see a stage show. Well, right. right. And, and, and four songs with a, a complete genre. And, and you know what? I Because I, I turned to Darren because um, we really didn't, although my team was in and should have won, which is probably why I, I stopped watching, although they were winning at the time. Um, but But truly, that I look at as being a huge... PR coup because I haven't done the research on it yet, but I don't right. think that Tom Petty's released a single in a very long time. I'm sure he's still getting lovely royalties from past, um, you know, from music past. And I mean, right. he's a great talent, so don't get me wrong. Well, I, mean, I love his music. Tom Petty's ability to sell aside the real reason, the real justification for having a safe pop act at halftime, I'll bet you, yeah. is because you could take that to the advertisers and say, Look, halftime is worth advertising for because we're going to, you know, you can bumper in front of or behind this really audacious and safe act. Oh, see, now I disagree with you. I completely disagree with you. Tell me why. Because I believe, although don't hold me to it because, you know, I never like to be kept to my, <laughs> you know, <laughs> my little caveat can change mind uh, at any given moment, especially when, you know, hearing a different side of things. But, because we live in a world where people are so benign, I think, to advertising, and we're so benign to look, look at what your average TV programming is today. Let's put ten women and ten ten men in a house together, and watch as they shack up, hurt each other, have sex with each other. Right? This is normal, and there's tons of advertising that is drawn to these extremely lewd and lascivious, and in my my mind, sometimes morally corrupt. Different audience. Okay. TV. Different audience. That's not that's not a cross section of society like the Super Bowl is. Right, but but what happened to like when I think of a halftime? Like first of all, I think of Tom Petty as being someone that like we grew up on. You and I grew up on Tom Petty, and I think he's right. you know he's 
And he still gets a lot of radio play. Yeah, he's. I mean, yes, and he plays a lot of songs that you know he was he was forgiveness, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yes. Maybe. He, okay. <laughs> right. 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 Like at least with Sheer, you're like I'm you know. Agreeing what it out is. of ignorance. There. Yeah. Thanks. So am I. But it's blessed at times. Um, I think that first of all, I think advertisers want to attach themselves to something that they know that people are going to stick and watch at halftime. They're not going to their they're not going to their fridge. They're not picking right. up their phone and calling their friends. They're not calling their booking on their point spread. They are yeah. glued to this wow experience. Yeah. And a are wa- you setting off the smoke alarm at your side there? Is that what I'm hearing? No, why? You can hear something? No, I'm hearing three beeps and then it stops and three beeps and then it stops. Oh, that's really maybe, odd. Or maybe the audience is hearing that. Maybe I'm just hearing it. You know what? Oh, I just heard that. Yeah. Oh, I, I think figured that's you your were phone. cooking lunch over there or something. No, I'm drinking my chai latte. Um, but you know what? <laughs> let's let's go and do this. Let's go to a commercial <clears throat> break. Let's hunt those beep downs. Let's kill them so you and I can get back to some really great conversation. Cool. Cool. We'll be right back with Cover Story. Stick around. Cover Story. We'll be back after this short break. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998 and formerly known as Joe Bucks, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers, ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. Hello, welcome to our website. Website traffic isn't about paying for clicks. Okay, so I guess we're going to wait until everyone shows up and then we'll... uh, um... It's about having the right content. So while you're searching for more traffic, the folks at InfoSearch Media are creating the content people are searching for. With InfoSearch Media, you can get more traffic for less money than PPC. So the next time you need to speak to your customers... Welcome to our website. They're already searching for you. InfoSearch Media. Get content that really clicks. Can you believe how long it takes to order food here? Uh, Here we go. Excuse me. She's not even looking over here. Great service is hard to come by. Whether you're sitting at a bar, restaurant, or creating effective search advertising campaigns. Um, excuse me. I think we need to go somewhere else. It's easy to feel forgotten, especially when your advertising budget is on the line. LookSmart serves up to 400 million queries a day with a side of the best customer service in the online advertising industry. Hi, how are y'all doing today? What can I get you folks to eat? You were right. This place is so much better. LookSmart, premium and performance advertising solutions. This is Market Edge. Paul Gillen. He writes the social media column for B2B Magazine in his new book, The New Influencers. Tell us about your book. It's about how influence works in an environment in which everybody is essentially equal. Anybody can talk. Anybody can say whatever they want. There are no rules, no governing bodies, no standards boards. And yet out of this, a remarkably sophisticated system of governance is emerging that is really something I think marketers need to understand. Market Edge with Larry Weber. Tuesdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. And on demand after the show inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. The whoring of Facebook for promotional purposes continues with the webmasterradio.fm Facebook fan page. Join our fans by clicking the Facebook logo on the webmasterradio.fm homepage and keep up to date with all the latest. Become a fan on Facebook. Commercials off. Now back to Cover Story. 
We're reserving a headline for you. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's your host. Hi, everyone. This is Brandy Shapiro-Bavin, and I am joined back with my fabulous co-host, Joe Belaurier. Welcome back, Joe. Hey, and the beep seems to be gone. Yeah, it was on your side. Oh, yay. Sorry, and the beep goes on. Okay. That's right. So did we want to continue our little diatribe on the Super Bowl, or did we want to move on? Well, you know, there's, there's, a, there's a rabbit trail we can go down off of that. You're talking about, uh, you know, that you can sell ads around, you know, a bunch of misfits in a house, uh, you know, doing the adults behaving badly routine. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I mentioned it before or not, but I was lo- listening to, uh, I think it was a radio interview with Jamie Lee Curtis, of all people. Mm-hmm. And she's now writing kids' books. Right, which, oh, by the way, I know her dad, mm-hmm. but, and that's a whole other issue, but okay. All right, thunk. There, there was the name drop. Yeah, thanks. The, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and somehow she ended up on this topic, and she said something I thought was rather astute and rather disturbing, too, as, as I molded over, that this phase in our society mm-hmm. is going to be looked back upon by future generations as the time when we celebrated what was wrong with people. Yeah. That we rallied around what was wrong, as yeah. opposed to celebrating what was right. Yes. And if you think back to the, you know, the days of the 40s, the 50s, and mm-hmm. uh, Saturday evening post covers of, mm-hmm. that were celebrating the Thanksgiving dinners and the postman. I like know, Mr. Rockwell. Going, Absolutely. Yeah, going nose to nose with mm-hmm. a puppy dog. and <clears throat> the, the idea of... <clears throat> idea of a simpler life and and you know if you were uh doing something inappropriate by society's standards you were run out of town yeah you know or you by your own choice decided maybe it's best i leave you know what and and you're you're so you're 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 talking my talk right now absolutely and are we not i mean are we not really just an embarrassment right now the the way that we rally around the 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 train wreck of britney spears and uh the reality shows where people are put to task to you know do things that are just downright embarrassing or they have to compromise their own values for a buck Mm -hmm. well it's it's grotesque and yet the the audience is there well, I think for two reasons, and I think this is the unfortunate thing, and I think you're 100% right. I think there's a couple of issues. One is, you know, when you talk about the 40s or the 50s, or let's briefly take a look at um, someone like Kennedy, right? Mm-hmm. Camelot, beautiful couple, young couple, young children. And, you know, the media knew, right, that that Kennedy was a whoremonger, that he was in cahoots with, you know, Giancana, with Sam Giancana and the mafia, that, you know, they tried to off Castro and it didn't work, and all of these horrible you know, things. But what was presented in front of the American public was this beautiful couple. And the messaging was, if you walk the straight and narrow and you are a good person and you give what you give out is what you will get back. And um, I think that gave people like they, that that was a foundation of the American dream. You know, you can you can own that corner or hardware store and what have you. And let's not we won't move off to the huge congl- you know conglomerate thing. The other part of it is. You know, so we're losing our morals and our decorum because there are no standards there at all. And anything goes and it just doesn't matter. And people barely get a slap on the wrist. And the people that do get, you know, harmed are usually the innocents, which is unfortunate. Mm-hmm. And I think the second half of it is, you know, oh, please, sir, I have some more. 
we eat what they serve us. Now, I happen mm-hmm. to be a huge fan of Dick, uh, of Dick Wolf. Okay? I love Dick Wolf. For those of you who don't know Dick Wolf, he, he's the, the mind behind all the Law & Order series. Mm-hmm. Okay? Well, you know, they decide, let's see, what did it start off with? Hill Street Blues, right? Mm-hmm. Or I'm sure before then. But let's just go back because, well, that makes me old too. Let's just start with Law & Order. Um, you know, but you create something and then and then a station sees, oh, look, it's doing well. So all the programming that we saw for five years, right, yeah. was police yeah. programming. Then yeah. it started to swing into reality. And at the end of the day, we serve what they give us. This whole debacle with Britney even that I'm not even following, right? Yeah. It's um, hard not to to not be, you know, to at least have it tossed a, into a your taste. nose. Right. I, I personally think it's disgusting. Those children are more safe. I would send my children to go live at Britney Spears' house. I think it's a I would. Because you don't think she has got help for her, help for her, help for her, help. Yeah. I don't know. Right? She does. I, I don't know. I, I know some things about places she's visited that I'm not supposed to know and the behaviors that went on there that make me wonder otherwise. But hmm. I'm not cares? saying that, yeah, that's a big who cares. No, it is. And, and I'm not saying that she, <clears throat> she hasn't behaved horribly. All I'm saying is she has something. And I think this is the unfortunate thing that most people don't have, which is she has a huge support system of paid people. Yeah. Right. I can if you had an emergency and you said to me, oh, my God, Brandy, I have an emergency. Can you come take care of my kids? Right. Right? Of course I would get on a I plane. I want to quit talking about Brittany. Okay. To hell with her. Yeah. To hell with Brittany. That's what I did. That's, that's what I, I really don't want to go there. But I don't want to be party to that. No, that, I know. That, and perpetuating that, the silliness. And God bless her. Good luck cool. to her. Um, but, let, but let's talk about, you know, I think the, the media leading us down the pike. And I mean, we're the media as well. Right. Now, let me, let me put another angle on this. Okay, there angle. is a book that I'm a big fan of called Generations, and it talks about the pendulum swing of society mm-hmm. as we go from a you know, very plastic to a very uh, hippie-like volunteerism mode and then back and forth, you know, where it's all about mm-hmm. me and it's all about the team and it swings back and forth. Mm-hmm. I'm, as we were talking here, it suddenly occurred to me that this bit about uh, celebrating what is bad about people and mm-hmm. then looking back at the 40s and 50s where it was just the opposite, if that's not part of a pendulum swing, and, and let me explain, the, when everything is all good, after a while people began to distrust the information they got because it was so sugar-coated. And the value started coming out of uncovering what was behind that sugar-coated message. Okay. And, I, and I think we're now at the, hopefully, the pinnacle of that where... Everything is being uncovered, and, and it's all about uncovering the dirty laundry, and it's it's all about, um, you know, completely no sugarcoating at all. And, and we have these people talking about transparency online and all that oh, as well, and oh, that those lines. So maybe we now get tired of getting the bare bone revealed to us, and we start asking for a little more sugarcoating, and the pendulum starts swinging back the other well, way. Well, I think, I, I think you made a really good point, and I think another aspect, and, and this is, we're going to call this a psych show instead of, at the moment, instead of the PR show, although, you know, it, all of this, but this all, this, all of gotta, it ties in together. you got to be in tune with this stuff if you're going to do any messaging. Oh, absolutely. I think that the reality is this. If you go back to, let's say, the, the 40s and the 50s, right, June and Ward Cleaver, um, you know, and, and it's funny because... Y- you know, you know, like the old mom thing when we were growing up, 
and your mom would be screaming at you and you know not you i'm sure it was your brother but for all intent, well, you, you know joe and i can't believe you and blah 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 and the phone rings hello right yeah. <laughs> that um in the 40s and 50s i think the thing was a lot of people were put in a situation where people stayed in marriages that were mm-hmm. unhealthy marriages and i don't mean like he's not mm-hmm. fun on saturday night anymore but you know mm-hmm. okay absolutely yeah they were forced to stay in in brutal situations because it was the shame socially that came uns- from mm-hmm. the other option it was socially un- unacceptable b um i think the important you know y- people i think that because we it was such a closed society and people couldn't you know you couldn't say to your neighbor you know wow um I love life here, but I want to try experiencing something different. Or, you know what? I really like my job, but I'm thinking because people used to have a career at one company. And I think that people had such a blueprint for themselves that they were locked into way before they were actually old enough to decide if, like, that was a blueprint that they they wanted to actually purchase for their life. Mm-hmm. That I think that in turn can can result in a um, in a revolt. And I think mm-hmm. that's the revolt is what you we saw with the 60s. The free love mm-hmm. and the drugs and the whole nine yards because you can't keep... There's a difference between pe- keeping people under lock and key. Mm-hmm. Like we did in the 40s and 50s, I think, where everything's fine. Our marriage is wonderful. We go to church on Sunday. You know, we, bear our, we wear our best outfit. We bring cookies to our neighbors once a month. And, you know, and the ladies have a glass of wine on Saturday. And we play Pinochle. Um, that's Stepford. That's not real. Mm-hmm. And where people couldn't share the fact that they had a disease, God forbid, or they couldn't share the fact that they didn't know how to handle their children. They couldn't share the fact that they didn't maybe want to be with their spouse. Um, and I think that when you're, when you're so pent up like that, it's like, a, it's, I call it the apple theory. Well, and then introduce TV into that formula as well. Well, exactly. You're, you're now seeing, you know, what's happening cross country in real time. And you get wonderlust. Communication, yeah, exactly. Yeah, which I think is exciting. I mean, Hate Ashbury was, you know, the focus of a lot of people's wanderlust. Oh, because it just seemed. Never mind the fact that drugs were there, but you know, <laughs> it was a destination. Well, it, it was it was an epicenter for everything opposite of what the forties and fifties, um, you know, J. Edgar Hoover kind of right. And then take a look at that, right? J. Edgar yeah. Hoover, but the man wore a dress, so. You know, every everyone's got their dirty laundry. Everyone has their their oddities that make them individually and uniquely themselves. And I think we should all be celebrated for that. Um, but I also think I have these, you know, Joe, I have these brandyisms, and one of them is called the apple theory. And when when people are so highly structured, and they're told, you know, like as young kids, you and I've had this conversation personally. You mean regimented? regimented or told, you know, if you drink, you know, I'm going to ground you. I'm going to kill you. You know, I'm going to kill you as a parent. If you, if you, you know, if you, if you do this or if you do that, um, we're going to shun you. We're going to do whatever. Um, people that puts it in the mind. People want control. How do you get control is to rebel against something you're told you can't have. Right. Right. So as young kids, you know, a lot of times you see kids are staying out late, they're doing drugs, they're having sex. It's because a lot of times either their parents haven't discussed it with them or their parents have said, if you do this, you will get in trouble. The child's trying to, you know, gain control of who they are as a person. And they go out and they do it. Vis-a-vis uh, um, a modicum of, of modesty and moderation, which says, guess what? You're going to want to try to experiment in life. 
anything that you think that potentially could, I mean, outside of the fact of you're mentally off, anything that you potentially think in your head that you think may be a little bit off, you're not. You're just like everyone else. We all have weird thoughts sometimes. We all have wanderlust. We all want to experiment, experiment with safety. You will find that people don't, as you, with your pendulum, swing as aggressively to the opposite end. Mm-hmm. Right? So I think that the 40s and 50s was this Apple thing where, you know, my Apple theory where, you know, you must do that. You must get up at 8 a.m. and you must, or you must be at work at 8 a.m. and you must come home and the wife must have the dinner done and the house must be cleaned and you must, you must live like your shrubs must be four feet tall, not four feet one inch, right? And I, I think people just rebelled against that because they just, it was so regimented. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's that's my little then the apple and, theory. Uh, yeah, and they they started questioning to what end. Right, and then unfortunately, when you when you when you get so wound like that, I think that people instead of easing into something, people just go, you know what? Forget about wading in the water. Let's just go jump in the deep end and see if we might drown. Right, right. So yeah, you know book, what? Books like On the Road, you know, become bestsellers. Yeah, Mr. Carowak. Uh, it all just starts feeding. Absolutely. So you know what? Talking about being on the road, let's take one more break. We'll zip around the corner and we'll be right back with Cover Story. Stick around. Cover Story. We'll be back after this short break. Are your domains working hard enough for you? Now, park your portfolio at RevenueDirect.com to maximize your earnings on traffic. With RevenueDirect's proven domain monetization service, you'll experience better payouts, more options, and smart optimization. Sign up free now at RevenueDirect.com. It's that easy. RevenueDirect. Make more money. Period. WebmasterRadio.fm is now on Facebook, MySpace, and Twitter. Get out your spray paint and put your graffiti on our wall. Get all the details on the WebmasterRadio.fm homepage. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan from the Daily Searchcast. You know, we love bringing you the news every day, and that's made possible by the sponsorship of BruceClay.com. They've just made Inc. Magazine's list of the fastest-growing private businesses. They've exhibited and sponsored at my conferences from the very beginning. Bruce has got that long-standing search engine relationship chart, had been out there with the code of ethics, been a search engine expert in the field for ages. But did you know that Bruce Clay can do more than help you with just SEO? They can do PPC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding. Everything you need for success in the online marketplace, you can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years, offices worldwide, they've got answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Bruce Clay Incorporated. Dude, fishing in Costa Rica is going to be awesome. Amen, bro. Now that Value Click Media had netted Fast Click, we've got one of the largest online advertising networks fishing us for big bucks. You know, while we're out catching snapper. Hey, Steve, you're coming too, right? No, I'm still using BenAsRUs.com. I can't afford to be away. You've got to work with Value Click Media. I've got this great account manager who's easy to work with, and they have access to the best advertisers and earn me high rates. Don't worry. We'll bring back pictures. Yeah, terrific. Visit Value Click Media now and click on Solutions for Publishers for more details value click media welcome to the daily search cast you have a windows mobile phone yet yeah wouldn't it be great if the google people stopped making applications for iphones and started making them for windows mobile phone oh my god oh go to matt's blog right now he's saying oh does anybody have any suggestions for the gmail people and i'm like i have a suggestion maybe you could stop your little love affair with apple long enough to stop developing stuff for the iphone which has fewer people using it than windows mobile and write us a decent gmail app for the phone maybe you could do that that would be nice the daily search cast live broadcast
broadcast Monday through Thursdays at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Watch out for the vampires. Enter the communications coven that is WebmasterRadio.fm. Now on Facebook, MySpace, and Twitter. Visit the WebmasterRadio.fm homepage for all the details. Commercials off. Now back to Cover Story. We're reserving a headline for you. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's your host. Hey, everyone. This is Brandy Shapiro-Babbitt, and we are winding into the last segment with myself and Joe Belaurier on our lovely uh, lovely February rant. <laughs> it's not a rant. It's a psychoanalysis. No, it is. It's inter- it, it, It's very. It, it's very interesting to see, um, you know how things are postured. Um, you know what came first, the chicken or the egg, right? Right, right, right. And I personally would like to know who booked um, Tom Petty to do the Super Bowl, and I'd like to see if his if the needle is lifted in regard to immediate sales from him playing at the Super Bowl, which I bet it has. That was an amazing. Yeah. That was an amazing PR coup for him to pull that off. <laughs> who who would you have expected in his place? Oh, you know. I mean, I, we had didn't we have Rolling Stones last year? I yep. For some reason, I, I remember Mick Jagger with skin hanging off of bones, looking <laughs> like the Dancing Dead with his with his moose lips. Oh, it was not pretty. Yeah, I I would have expected like. You know, the Eagles up there or something, you know what I mean? And then the cheerleaders and like when I think of a halftime show, which we don't need to go back to this, but when I think of a halftime so show. So what you were missing is not not that Tom Petty was up there and, and he had four band members and he had a cheering crowd around him. What you were missing is that was all that there was there. Yes. You wanted more. Is that what you're saying? I wanted an extravaganza. Well, they did have some uh, some stuff going on that. It, it, it entered the frame every now and then. I mean, I saw skyrockets and things like that uh, going off that the the audience in person could see and enjoy, but was not there for the benefit of the, the of the TV viewer. Audience. No, yeah. which is now you know translated in I don't know how many million languages and how many countries. Unacceptable. I think it was a. I I think that this year. I think that they're getting to be, I think that the NFL are beginning to get, a, they're a little becoming fat people who want to keep their margin, and um, I don't know what their deal is, and they just didn't give a crap about halftime, because that was not a halftime show, that was a halftime four song thing, with, yeah, a funky, yeah. with a funky portable stage. Something for uh, our next segment, yes. uh, <laughs> that I, I think would be worth going into, as we go into these kind of demographic type analyses mm-hmm, that we're mm-hmm. doing. I saw something interesting the other day on the age uh, demographic of society. And as we know, the baby boomers are now getting older. And Mm -hmm. uh, medical facilities are ramping up to handle that volume. Mm -hmm. And it made me wonder, you know, what percentage of our population is older than 50 or 60? It's a huge number. And I was really surprised Mm -hmm. to see that it was not as big a number as I thought it might be. Really? I'm sure. If you go back to like uh, 1920, it was maybe four or five percent. You had a, you didn't have the quality of life mm-hmm. at the older ages, the the longevity of life. <clears throat> but if as you come now into the the late 1900s uh, and into the 2000s here, it has gone up to about 10 percent. 
Ooh. And then 13%, and these are 10-year increments, and then 16% is forecasted for 2020. So we, we are suddenly hitting a curve, but it's not as big uh, a number as I thought. But another number that's interesting, and we'll, maybe we close with this, is that the entire population of Canada okay. is less than our current population of 60 and older. Is less than? Yes. We have more people age 60 and right. older in the United States than Canada has as an entire population. Wow. So what <laughs> does that have to do with universal? Are we going to a universal health care conversation? <laughs> well, it, it, I mean, this all comes back to workplace. This all comes back to, from a PR perspective, messaging. I mean, who's going to be holding the dollars that your clients are trying to get at? And, you know, how big a base is that? Is that base shifting in size? Uh, these numbers say not necessarily. You're still looking at 80, 90 percent uh, below that, you know, that age group. But uh, that doesn't. That almost doesn't sound interesting right. Interesting things. That doesn't almost. It really because one thing I, 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 if anything, I would think you know we've had on the women from FH Boom several times on Uncover Story, um, Fleischman Hilliard, and mm-hmm. you know they really discuss the fact that. Women, you know, women and men today are, you know, you get to an age where you, you sort of hit like, okay, you, you're definitely an adult. People look at you, you look like an adult, but you don't necessarily age people becoming much more technically savvy. Mm-hmm. Um, they have hopefully planned for the future better. So you've got like these two opposing ends where you've got, you know, the single young person who's got money because they're single and young. And you've got the, um, you know, person who's put it like 60 and getting ready for retirement if they want to be ready for retirement who's got a lot of money so it's supposed to be a very mm-hmm. rich marketplace and one would think um a pretty large marketplace because the boomer society was a like a very large i mean there was a lot of there was a lot of baby making going on during the war right and, and you know they're very much the uh he who dies with the most toys wins kind of mindset too right right so that's very interesting. Why don't we look to delve into that a little bit more deeply next week? That'd be fun. So we'll I, find out how old you really are. Um, of, well, you know, as I've mentioned to you before, Joe, <laughs> I am ageless and I am timeless. <laughs> and to, we all know and appreciate that. Yes, 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 yes. But we're more than, I'm more than happy to discuss your age and we can use you. Uh, we, we can use you to yet depict um, man as we know it today in the world always happy to provide the diversion there you go i appreciate it the diversion and a lot of fun thanks joe so much another great show that's a wrap that's a wrap no actually it's another show that's a cover story (laughs) (laughs) all right next week guys